Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Shit. This is your host, Jill Garcia. Today we have a very special episode. We got my man, Chris Anderson, here, man. One of the coolest things about the sports, the fantasy sports has been, you know, the people who added everything, man. I ran into him, you know, we went to like a local talk and just just seeing his character, just seeing like how he much he loved basketball. I was like, hey, man, let's start talking. You know, one thing led to another. This guy's very knowledgeable about the, about the NBA, just everything going around about it. He's also from LA as well. So Chris, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. Appreciate you having me, G. Yeah, so Chris, so you write all our NBA articles. You've been with us for the last three weeks. Um, you also started doing the podcast. You know, did the podcast and everything, which is pretty cool. So tell us a little bit about your background, you know, why you love basketball and all that. Uh, I just enjoy the competition, man. Uh, I grew up playing basketball, all sports, basketball, baseball, football, but basketball stuck with me the most. Um, mm -hmm. I just love the up and down game. Um, the, the competition, man, it's, uh, there's nothing like it. So uh, ultimately I want to play it, I want to coach it, now I want to talk about it. Talk about so uh, that's, that's where I'm at now and then I feel like uh, I feel like this is my passion, and I feel like this is uh, destined to be for me. I think. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you definitely been crushing it out here. Um, so yeah, so you're you're from LA, right? You're originally from LA and yep. stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, where where'd you end up going to school? Uh, Arizona State University. Arizona University. State, yeah. So I was like, yeah. I, I know I know a little bit about Arizona State. Yeah. <laughs> my brothers went to school out there. Right, right. Good school. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's a cool school. So yeah, I mean, and we met at the NBA All Star Weekend, right? right. We were just talking and. Um, right. We were actually, one of the guys I interviewed, Jabari, we were at his, uh, you know, little, what was it, like, kind of like get together, like, Yeah, we kind of had an event with the uh, guys trying to crack into the sports industry, so yeah. Exactly, yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. So yeah, and one thing I want to tell everybody about you as well is like, you know, you're very determined, you're very hungry, and you just like, you know, since you started, you know, with us here at the Fantasy Sports, I've just been impressed all the way through, so I just want to hear your um, I want to talk about, so, so I got a few fan questions. Okay. Um, before, before I get to the fan questions, okay. tell us a little, a little bit about like your family. Do you have any brothers, any sisters or anything um, like that? Oh yeah, man. Uh, it's, I have an older sister. I have an older brother and a younger brother. Um, I have a pretty large family. I have a daughter, five-year-old nice. daughter who's uh, very competitive like her dad. So uh, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I uh, have a pretty large family, mostly based out of LA. On my mom's side, my pop's side is from Ohio, which is why I'm a Cleveland Indians fan. I know Randall. But, um, Not a Cavs fan then? No, Lakers fan for sure. <laughs> but I enjoy all, that's the one thing about basketball. I mean, I'm a Lakers fan, but I, I'll say I'll watch Portland play against New Orleans. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, I just enjoy competition all over when it comes to the game of basketball. Um, and uh, I like to see guys take pride in uh, perfecting their craft. That's why I'm such a huge Kobe fan. Um, he was one person that did take days off. Um, he never cheated us mm -hmm. uh, from the game. Um, he gave 110%, and uh, that's why you see him go out with five championship rings yep, and uh, yep. you know, winning the Oscar for uh, <laughs> right that, 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 that was insane, winning the Oscar. Yeah. Let me tell you, so since you talking about Kobe, is there, any, is there a player right now in the league that reminds you that you see similar, similar characteristics of Kobe? Uh, well, when you say characteristics, you mean like his personality, his not, not, or his, his game, his game. I'm talking about his game. No, no, not one person in the league has Kobe's. Uh, you don't think not even Russell Westbrook kind of he play? He has his determination, but not his skill set. No. Well, that's what I mean. That's his determination. Yeah, his oh, yeah, determination. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not every. There's not going to be. I, I understand. There's never going to be another Kobe Bryant, but that's from you know certain characteristics that you know. How he plays hard every single night, and I think yeah. Russell Westbrook. Right? Uh, yeah, Westbrook. Yeah, he has that killer. I would probably throw Kyrie in that mix as well. Um, those guys are uh, 
as I like to say, those guys are killers, man. They wanna uh, they wanna rip your heart out of your chest, man. Yeah, That's yeah. something about Kobe, man. He uh, I was watching a Stephen Jackson interview, former player. He was on YouTube. Uh, I was watching him on YouTube. Um, uh, he was talking about comparisons between Kobe and LeBron, and he was saying Kobe didn't want to be your friend. He don't want to work out with you in the summertime. <laughs> Kobe's coming after you. Kobe, yeah, yeah. And that's and that's how I am, and that's why I enjoy watching him. So I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a LeBron fan of those guys too, but Kobe just has a different place in my heart because it was his competitive fervor, and I just uh, enjoy what he brought to the game of basketball. Like I don't when I play ball, I don't want to be your friend either. Mm-hmm. Like, gee, mm-hmm. I think you're a good guy, but. If I'm playing against you, man, I'm coming after you. Hey, I'm the same it's, way. I'm the it's, same. Not, it's, it's not, it's not personal. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, no, you know, but uh, so yeah, that's the one thing that stuck out for me. Uh, but yeah, I would say Kobe. I like Kobe, Kyrie, and Russ probably. Kyrie and Russ. Gotcha. Determination. Yeah. No, that's cool. So who do you who do you think is the most overrated player right now? In the overrated NBA? or team? Let's go with team if that's easy right now. Well, when you say when when you say overrated, that means they have high expectations. Yeah. But they're not exceed. They're not exactly. living up to those expectations. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Um, wow. I would probably have to say Washington. Washington is probably my okay. most overrated team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really don't think they're that talented. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, yeah. I like Wall, like Bill, but other than that, they don't have anybody. Who's other guy? Ubre was supposed to be there. Ubre's okay, Porter's mm-hmm. okay. I mean, they gave him a hundred million because Brooklyn offered it to him, so they had a match, or else they wouldn't have a three. Yeah, and Otto Porter um, has not been the third man that everybody expected him to be this year. I mean, well, he's shooting the ball well. Mm-hmm. He's making threes. But, but he hasn't, you know, been that consistent guy that they can count on. He's not worth a hundred million. <laughs> I mean, that's the bottom line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dollars. But I can't be mad at him because they need to win. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, no, yeah, yeah. Washington to answer your question. Washington, yeah. gotcha. My opinion. Yeah. So okay, so we'll get into this. So Jamal from Fresno, he wants to know what what do you what team do you think will miss the playoff this year that's supposed to make it? Uh, either conference. Neither conference, yeah, either Western or Eastern Conference. That's supposed to make it. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking you might? I mean, we got the Clippers. You got teams like the Clippers outside looking in. Um, you know, you also got in the East. I think like the Bucks are at eighth seed. I'm stumping here. I didn't mean you stumped no, you over no, here. No, no, no. Well, I'm trying to think who's in the eight, nine, ten spots. Uh, on both sides, um, that will miss it. Do you, let me ask you this: Do you think the Clippers are going to make the no, playoffs? No, Clippers won't make the playoffs, but they weren't expected to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so you think they? Because they're, they're right now, they're right now in the ninth seed right now. Yeah, but no, I, I don't think they would surpass Utah, New Orleans, any of those teams at the bottom, mm-hmm. especially not San Antonio. Um, so I would have to go in the East, and in the eighth slot on the East right now is who's in the eighth slot? I think the, the Bucks East. are. The Bucks, the Bucks, yeah, the Bucks. Philly are six. Um, well, Philly. Well, if I had to guess, man, I would probably, I would probably say Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. Well, let me they let go of Jason Kidd, which I think was a terrible firing. Yeah, um, that was that was just out of nowhere. Yeah, that caught me by surprise. Yeah, I think that caught everybody by surprise. Well, they caught their superstar by surprise. Mm-hmm. So you know what caught, caught us by surprise? But uh, yeah, I would have to say Milwaukee. Yeah. Cool. Hello again. We got a couple people here. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Got a question. Question from Ulysses. Oh, okay, so we got so who is your favorite college team? I know we got a little bit of March Madness going on right now. My favorite college team right now? Yeah, right now in the March Madness. Oh, who's playing now? Uh yeah. I would probably say Loyola Chicago, man. Loyola Chicago. And they uh, just moved out to the eights. They did they just yeah. to lead eight. Right down the road here at Staples Center. Um but they play hard. Um they have a lot of upperclassmen. Uh, compared to like the Kentuckys of the world and the Dukes of the world, mm-hmm. who uh, usually get the one and done second year players. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm pulling for them, man. Um, they look, they look like they play the game the right way. Yeah. They look like they're coached well. 
do so let me ask you this do you think NBA or college these college players should be paid I do mm -hmm. yeah I do yeah basketball and football especially. basketball and football without a doubt they pull in a lot of money for the schools the thing the thing that I always thought was interesting on that like you know when I when I was going to school like I kind of like did uh, did some research and stuff like so you can be like a musician student you know an artist and you can get paid for doing that and you know you still be on a scholarship but if you're a basketball athlete or anything like hmm. that, you couldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? And you're being advertised. And you're being advertised. And they're taking you, you know? Yeah. So you, so with that, I think what the one and done rule is going to be, I think the NBA is just going to start taking kids from high school again. I, I don't know. I heard rumors uh, about that. Well, Commissioner Adam Silver is trying to put something in place where they'll be able to go straight out of high school. I just don't know. I just feel like that's something that will will we'll take a step back as far as the direction they want to go because if mm -hmm. you when you go to when you go to college you want a guy to at least be there at least two years but if they're ready to play basketball now i get it but mm -hmm. if you're going to send them to college at least pay them especially mm -hmm. if you're going to advertise them yeah, yeah um i remember when i was in college um and my football team asu played against georgia when aj green was there okay he got in trouble with ncaa for signing memorabilia but i'm like it's his jersey why would he not sign his number mm -hmm. eight eight jersey? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like that's that's just something that stood out for me, man. Um, was he getting paid for it or what? Yeah, he got money for it. Oh, he got money yeah, for it. Like he 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 sold that jersey for an X amount of dollars. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I mean that just sticks out in my butt. But it's his jersey. You guys are advertising. Come next week. Yeah, yeah. To, it's because uh, they're not they're not getting a cut. Right, come to the national championship. You guys yeah. be advertising him. Remember Matthew Stafford was his quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So Drew says Michigan. That that's his that's his favorite player, Michigan okay, or Michigan. Team? Yeah, favorite team, oh, Michigan. Yeah. Michigan oh. actually should have lost, but it's all right. Yeah. So I see this. So we got. So we got. <laughs> so we got Dexter. Dexter says, "What's the best rivalry in the NBA?" You know. The best what? Rivalry, to watch, Eastern Western. Wow. Uh It used to be for me. It was. For me, it was the Clippers and Golden State. It used to be, but even though the Clippers weren't winning, I used to just I, I love watching that. But because Chris, Chris Paul was one of Chris Paul, Chris Paul, players because he competes every night. Um, but the biggest rivalry in basketball, when I think rivalry, it has to be balanced. Mm. It has to be a balance. Yeah, no, 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 it's not the best. The best rivalry. Oh, the, the best, best rivalry, not the biggest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Um, Jeez. Stephen Curry, I'm not trying to but, stump you here. No, no, but I mean, because the Golden State is, I mean, who's really in competition with them? And even in the regular season, I mean, I, everybody thought. Because who do you enjoy watching? Let me see. Who do you, outside the Lakers, what, what is the team you, you enjoy watching? I like, I like watching Boston because mm -hmm. um, they play defense. I like watching uh, <laughs> San Antonio, even without Kawhi, one of my favorite players. Um, they play the game the right way. Uh, Portland okay, but mm -hmm. I mean I think they're okay. Um, I mean just I I, I like good guards. Any team like any team has a good guard, rather regardless of record, I enjoy watching. Good guards, so yeah, nice. And by far, who's your, who's your favorite guy right now to watch? Mine. Yeah, it's probably between uh, Chris Paul, Kyrie, and Russell Westbrook. Chris those, Paul. Those, yeah. those are my favorite. And Chris Paul has done a phenomenal job just with just with the with the Rockets, you know, just 
taking that team to the next level, you know, the, the Rockets right now look like the team, you know. Yes. We'll see what happens in the Western Conference as yeah, well. No, without a doubt. So we'll see. We've got a few few uh, fan questions over here. I got to think about that rivalry, though, man. Um, I'm going to be thinking about that while we're talking. <laughs> oh, so that's the same thing, the, the scholarship question as well. Okay. Um, but yes, they should be paid. College athletes should be paid. Yeah. If you're being advertised, or you're 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 bringing in money mm -hmm. for the for the university. They should yeah. be paying. Now that you're covering the NBA, the NBA like on a daily basis, what are some things you started to notice? You know, some trends or anything like that. Like, what is what is like the coolest thing about covering like the NBA every day now? Oh man, that I get to uh, I get to really dissect it. Um, I get into stats. Mm -hmm. uh, talk about uh, you know. Bench scoring, um, who played what minutes, um, who shot the ball, who shot the, the ball well as a, as a unit, mm -hmm. um, who uh, the shift the the shift and changes like uh, okay, well this guy was playing well like the Lakers today they were up eleven against New Orleans going to the fourth but mm -hmm. they squandered away that lead. Um, can guy what what can what can teams do with Anthony Davis with these superstars? Yeah, yeah. How are how are how are coaches coaching against them trying to stop them? Um, so I just I mean just everything man honestly like all competition I mean I can get into like the nuances of it but I mean I I enjoy everything man about the NBA man as long as the game is played the right way yeah. I love it I love it yeah yeah even the Lakers they were I think they were up right they were up and they ended up losing it. and but yeah. The Lakers were trending up and down, but now... It's like the Raptors were up the other night against Cleveland. They ended up giving that that was a good game. We were both watching yeah, that game as yeah, well. Yeah. So let me ask, what are, you, what are your thoughts on Lonzo this year, so far? Uh, he's playing all right. Mm -hmm. um, he's not playing. He's not a bust like what some people would say he's, he's, uh, he's been playing like. Um, I do think he should, he should learn to shoot the ball. He should develop a mid-range game, but for him, it seems like it's, mm -hmm. it's either a three or something at the basket. He doesn't have that mid. Like today, he shot 12 threes, maybe one. Like, mm -hmm. if you yeah. miss that many threes, you got to be able to pick different spots. Yeah. Um, but other than that, he impacts the game in other ways, which a lot of uh, fans don't mm -hmm. realize. Like, they, they, like tonight, he only scored six points, but they look at, oh, man, six points, he's, he's sorry, or mm -hmm. he did it. But he impacted. He he let the he let the game and rebound. He had thirteen of them. Yeah, he got rebounded and Davis. And he's um, filling up that statue. Too. Yeah, see, he impacts the game, but he, but but he eventually, when the Lakers really start contending, he is going to have to um, be a threat offensively. Right now, I don't believe he's a threat offensively, no. and a lot of teams know. I mean, he's going to make. I mean, he's going to hit some open shots, mm -hmm. but it seems like when it leaves his hand, he's praying that they go in, which is not a good feeling. Yeah. Now, because now you, when you start to think about the game of basketball. It becomes harder, mm -hmm. like you know, like you so should, he flow. should just be in a flow, just flowing, so, flowing the whole know. time. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, he's playing well, but it's only his first year, man. He's a lot of pressure, you know, what his pops put on him, yeah. Lavar. So, uh, I mean, he'll be okay. I think he'll be okay. What do you think about Lavar? I mean, I like the guy. Mm -hmm. um, personally, I feel like I mean, what I don't like is when he took his his his, his kids out of school. Yeah, you don't I like don't, him. I don't know. You don't, don't like know. you don't like that he's going over overseas mm -hmm. to go develop him and everything. No, because. If they don't make it, what what education do they have to fall back on? Yeah, um, I think that's the waste of their worries. So I mean, well, I mean, but yeah. I get it. They can all you, you you can live off your brother, your dad. You can live off the big baller brand, but can you read and write when it comes down to it? You know, yeah, like you want to. I mean, I'm I'm thinking about the world in general. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah you're gonna have you're gonna have you don't make a lot of money, but can anybody well, else take you serious? There's a, there's a lot of players in the NBA that don't know how to do that either, though. Yeah, but how many, <laughs> how many of your parents took him out of school when they were in high school? Yeah, 
So, you know, yeah, so you for, forcibly, so that's, I don't like that. And the whole AAU thing, I don't like when he took his players off the court. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I would never fun. let my son play for a person like that if yeah, I had a son. Yeah. Like that, I don't know that. Like, basically, that's like, that's a weak mindset. Like, you're, you're, um, you're kind of, you're, you're giving up, you're, you're basically telling young kids, because that's what they are, young kids, it's okay to quit. And I don't, I, those are the two things I have against LeBron. Other than that, I think he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, just promoting the brand a little bit too much. Maybe not doing as much as everybody would like, but you know, that's just uh, just the way it goes. So we got another question. We got it from Drew. He's saying, um, Trey Young, he's like, is he he a good choice for him to go to the NBA? I do think so, yeah, because he's riding high. now, is he NBA ready? Is a whole different question. But he led the he led school he led the NCAA in scoring and assists. Um, he'll go first round. I think he'll go top fifteen. Now, is he NBA ready, Drew? That's a different question. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on the organization he goes to. If you put him in San Antonio system, Pop will help develop him. Yeah. Now, if you throw him, you throw him to the Wolves. You put you put him in Madison Square Garden. He says that's where he says he wants to go. I, that's where he I, says I, he I wants to go. I don't to blame go. him, but. Just, just, just know the animal and the dungeon you were coming yeah. to because it's a lot. I mean, LA and New York, two largest markets, so you have to be prepared for the pressure mm-hmm. that it comes with. Yeah. Right? Because let's say the Knicks do take uh, Trey Young, he's going to be looked upon as the savior. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to come in and make an immediate impact. Yeah. Like, we, we don't want one, two, three years to develop. Like, make an impact like today. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you're gonna be crucified. We're gonna be having the same thing that happened to Alonzo this year, but you know, that's what that's what happens. But I think he's ready. Yeah. He's ready for that. I like Trey though, man. Yeah, like yeah, Trey. he's he's a good shooter. I mean, kind of. I think he might have kind of disappointed. I think they went out like in the first or second round. I don't recall. Yeah, opening. Yeah, yeah, first, the first, the first round. round. I was ex- I was expecting yeah. for for them to go out a little bit uh, a little bit later. Yeah, and one and one more thing I want to ask that people uh, people get on Trey about him taking bad shots. Well, mm-hmm. my question then is well. Do you see who he plays with? Yeah. There's a reason why he has to take a lot of bad shots because yeah, yeah. the other four guys on court with him aren't any good. So mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not advertising he should take bad shots, but sometimes you have to because if you're, if you're no one else ain't team is any good. Yeah, if you're the leader, you like you know, try to make try to make the best decision, but sometimes it comes down to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what it's like to not play with anybody else who can play. So it makes it <laughs> tough. It makes it tough. Yeah, yeah, it makes the game hard. So once he gets an NBA level. You get into that pick and roll situation, you're gonna have three or four of the guys who need to shoot the ball or they can make plays for themselves. Mm-hmm. So the game starts to open up. That's why you see guys like Kuzma when he was interviewed by a couple of little Lakers people. Kyle Kuzma, he was asked, Oh, why you been successful? Because the floor is more spread open because these guys at this level can play mm-hmm. on top of the no three second rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the three second rule, I'm sorry, three second rule. So guys can't sit in the paint, yeah. can't box the paint with a two three. No, you gotta guard your man, guard the space. Yeah. Can't sit in the key, so and guys are able to make shots at that level, so yeah, that's the thing, and that's why I feel like sometimes like even college basketball, like the two three zone is so effective. I saw like that in Syracuse with Jim Beheim. They, uh-huh. they ended up being well, Michigan State. They've been running that as long as I've been alive. Yeah, I've never seen them run that. And they could be down twenty, they still in two three. Yeah, yeah, it's still two three. But I mean, kind of makes sense. He's won a national championship. Yeah, he's, he kind of <laughs> makes sense. I mean, but yeah, so. Tell, tell the viewers here, here why they should turn into their articles, why they should turn into the podcast that you're obviously taking care of now. Why should people listen to you uh, when it comes to the NBA? When it comes to the NBA, um, I, I, I think I bring a little bit um, different flavor. Um, I'm going to give you facts. Um, I'm going to do my homework. I'm going to do my research. Uh, I'm going to give my opinion. And I'm gonna, I think I'm going to break it down a little differently than what you'll see maybe on ESPN.com, Fox Sports, or whatever, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get the, I'm going to, I'm going to, I catch little things when I watch games. Like, 
the end of the Laker game. I'm not even saying it because that's the only game I watched tonight. But then the Laker mm-hmm. game, Alonzo missed the the past two threes that would have gave the Lakers the lead. Um, like stuff like that. Um, so I, I just feel like I, I bring a little bit of a different flavor mm-hmm. to it instead of just uh, kind of being um, the norm. There's the norm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah no, I'm I'm a, a, I, I look I look to stand out and be different and give you guys different things you you may not like. Basically, the way I approach it is. If you never watch, if you, let's say Houston played Toronto, mm-hmm. like if you didn't get a chance to watch the game, you're going to read the article from Chris and you're going to say, oh man, you, you're going to kind of paint a picture in your head of, okay, this is what happened in the game? Mm-hmm. Damn, okay, cool. Oh, okay, DeMar missed two free throws. At the end, Kyle Lowry turned the ball over. James did X, Y, and Z. So like stuff mm-hmm. like that, like basically paint a picture for you without you even watching the game. Why give you stats? No, I agree. Hey, and I've read some of the articles. I love it. You know, if you guys haven't tuned in, be sure to tune in now. So, yeah, what is some advice you'd give to people, you know, wanting to start, you know, either, you know, break into the sports industry, you know, start writing articles and stuff. What is some advice you'd give to other people? Uh, just stay, uh, well, for me, stay passionate about it, man. Uh, you got to keep the drive. You got to stay determined and you got to want it. Um, no excuses. Uh, if something you want to do, man, it's you strive for it. Um, don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. Um, regardless of your background, regardless of your knowledge, regardless of your resume. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, all it takes is for one person to like you, you get your foot in the door, and then you let God take care of the rest. Mm-hmm. You know, um, no, I like that. which is something which is something I live by. Uh, I don't have the background. I don't have the you know, back compared to the, some of these other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the, you know, the resume, 10, 15 years of experience, I'm only 30. So, mm-hmm. but I, I keep striving. I know what I bring to the table now. I meet a guy like Gio, who's given me the opportunity to showcase my talent. So all it takes is one mm-hmm. person now. I feel like what Giovanni and I have here, we're built for success, we're built for the future. We're only gonna go up from here. Mm-hmm. So no, um, I agree. just keep striving and, uh, you're gonna have good days, you're gonna have bad days, but at the end of the day, it, success, your success is predicated on how much time and effort mm-hmm. and your work ethic your, and, and your determination. So, yeah, that's just my opinion. Hey man, that's that, I mean, I don't wanna to top that. I think that's a great way just to end this segment, just the live stream. As you see right here, this is Chris Henderson. He's the newest guy to the team. But most important, he's the NBA analyst for the fantasy sports game. He's going to cover everything from pregame to postgame. You know, everything related, Chris is going to cover. The man is knowledgeable. He knows his stuff. So be sure to stay tuned, man. And as always, make sure to like and subscribe to this channel. And I'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Cool. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. So, yeah, appreciate you.